Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Okay, welcome to the show. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and all of our great stations across the country. Hello, Michelle Smallman, the Michigan man, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is not actually not Michigan. I know, but it's Michigan colors. We it, learned it, yesterday not, that he's a Mi- big Michigan but, but, guy. Because of the logo, it's not Michigan colors, actually. Do you know this logo? It's the one you're wearing. No, Okay, this is the one I'm wearing. This is for North Carolina A&T State University. My okay, alma mater. My, one of my brothers was an al- alumni of North Carolina A&T, so, you know. We shout him out. We shout him out. Absolutely. So you've got a lot of Absolutely. colleges now you root for. Absolutely. Because we learned yesterday, the Michigan man, that is Chris Canty, because his <laughs> wife went to Michigan. A huge revelation on the show. Well, I'm the HBCU man today. <laughs> well, you've been that. There you go. You've worn other sweatshirts. A- a- exactly. So. Every so. Thursday. I got, a, I got an HBCU sweatshirt. There's and a pattern. There's you a have 52 of them? your parents yeah. go again? We're working on it. Your, huh? pa- your parents went. They went to Claflin University. And they met there, right? Exactly. I and remember. That's, and, that's the next, and that's the next hoodie that's on day. Okay. There we go. Right. There Claflin we go. next Thursday. Yeah, there Looking we go. Looking forward to that All right. All right. It's HBCU. Hoodie Thursday. My cousin Matisse Lee, she's the athletic director. Well, assistant athletic director. Yeah. Oh, you better get. You have a very accomplished family. You gotta get some free stuff. I gotta get. I I mean, if your cousin is the AD, it is. I have a assistant AD. Assistant AD. She's working on being the AD. I have a friend that's an AD at a Power Five conference, and every year I say, "Okay, you get a swag bag." I said, "Are we ready for the annual gift?" And he goes, "Yeah, all right, I'll give it to you." And there we go. There we go. There we go. What is it? A hoodie or a zip? I got. Yeah, like all kinds of workout gear, and yeah, and different. Like a shirt, shorts, whatever, hats. I, somehow so you're were, wearing gear for a college that you didn't go to. Interesting. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. I just want to make sure. So, so, so with me, it's a thing. For you, it's okay. Okay, got it. Oh, because he got it's a, it for it's a, free. It's a different standard. God, understood. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. Then, understood. Hey, you know what? Then I, let's call out the University of Wisconsin. Send me gear. That's where I went to school. I have no gear that you sent me. Send Illinois gear, the University of Illinois, to Smalls and Virginia gear to CC. Let's go. Yeah, University of Michigan, send me some gear. <laughs> what are you doing? All right, you Jim heard, Harbaugh? <laughs> we are on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive What's going Insurance. On? You heard there in the uh, intro that um, the window is open. Aaron Rodgers' 21-day window to return to the New York Jets 11 weeks after he has the Achilles injury, Monday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills. He is coming back, I guess? Robert Sala, his head coach. There we go. That's English. <laughs> it was, it was, it was remix. <laughs> oh, boy. His head coach talked about that 21-day window. You know, for Aaron, different than like Hardy and Wes, where we're getting those guys ready to play. This isn't so much getting ready to play as much as it is a progression in his rehab. What he will be doing in practice is no different than what he'd be doing on field three, as you guys all watch it, uh, with regards to certain drills and individual Instead of throwing with staff members, he's throwing with teammates. So uh, there's no added risk to it. There's certain things that he's been cleared for that we're going to allow him to do. All right, they're four and seven. They have the Falcons this week, then the Texans, then at the Dolphins. Everybody's speculating if he comes back, the commanders are um, the game he comes back for. What are we doing here? Why? What's the point of this? 
So he said that it depends on how he feels and also how the team is doing. Those things are going to determine if and when he actually returns to play. The way I'm viewing it right now is if he feels good enough and the doctors are clearing him, it's good for him to be around the team. The state of the New York Jets right now is not great. And no. we know Aaron Rodgers has been a galvanizing force for this team. And if he can come back in any capacity and help turn the tides, even mentally, I think that's a win for the Jets. Well, they got to make a decision 20 days from now on what they're going to do. Otherwise, he's going to be shut down for the rest of the season. But I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers at his word. He hasn't given us anything to suggest otherwise. And flashback to what happened last year with the Green Bay Packers, and everybody's making the argument on whether or not he should be playing versus Jordan Love because it felt like a lost season. And what did Rodgers tell us? As long as we're mathematically alive, then I'm going to come back. Well, I'm going to apply that same logic to this situation. If the Jets are mathematically alive at the game that happens to happen, that happens to take place right after that window, which is December 24th against the Washington Commanders, if they're mathematically alive, I'm expecting that he's going to play. I, I'm, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would be more surprised if he didn't play based on everything that's happened than if he did because the Jets had a lot of leeway. They had carte blanche to handle this how they wanted to. They chose to activate the 21-day window yesterday as opposed to waiting a few days before doing that. So why would they do that, the old Brian Windhorse? Well, I think they're going to do that to give Aaron Rodgers – you know, an opportunity to see if he can sneak this team into the playoffs. Now, we'll see what ends up happening, but I I don't think they'll be mathematically eliminated by the time we get to the December 24th game, Christmas Eve game against the Washington Commanders. They'll have three games after that. I mean, they have three games, including that one, the Cleveland Browns and the New England Patriots. But the way I'm looking at the math, Ev, in order to make it interesting, in order to you know, be able to have a realistic path to get there, the Jets are going to have to get a win over their next three. And that's the tricky part. They've got the Falcons this weekend, the Texans the following weekend. Both of those are at home, and then they're on the road against Miami. They've got to find a way to get at least one of those wins. And to me, their best opportunity is this week. And with Rob Sala and Joe Douglas making the decision to activate that 21-day window yesterday and Rodgers being back on the practice field – I'm anticipating that this team might get a little bump. They might get a little jump. I I don't know what they're going to get in the way of quarterback play. Probably not going to be very good. No. But as long as the pieces around those guys are inspired to play really good football, there's no reason why the Jets couldn't steal one of those games. And how how long is the window? 21? 21. 21? 21. It's a 21? 21-day window? There you go. Here's the thing. I understand why Rodgers is doing this. He sees his football mortality. There was probably a point, CC, in your career where you're like, I don't have much left physically. Like, I know if I can't get through this, I may never be able to play this sport that I love again. And that is going to change my life. It's going to alter my life. I'm not only football, but it's been such a big part of it that that it's probably a mental and physical change. You see that mortality, and it's probably scary for a minute or two. I'm assuming maybe I'm wrong. And Rodgers Rogers has... A year left, two years left, three years left, whatever it is. Fine. I'm not going to rip Rodgers for trying to come back. This is inexcusable if the New York Jets let him play again. Inexcusable. They are going to be out of the playoff race. You have given your franchise to this guy. You, you have given next year to this guy. Every report that we have seen indicates your awful offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, is coming back. Every report indicates that Alan Lazard, who you had a healthy scratch for this past weekend, is going to be there as long as Rodgers is there. CeCe, you've said it a million times. Whether we like it or not, Rodgers is the quarterback next year. Or whether he should be or not, he's the quarterback next year. 
So if you want next year to happen, you can't waste next year on this year because Aaron Rodgers cannot go through another offseason of rehabbing. And you put yourself in a God forbid scenario. I know you could say, well, he can get hurt next year too. Fine. If he gets hurt next year, he gets hurt in a game where at least they're alive for the postseason. They are not going to be alive for the postseason. Even if they're mathematically alive, they're not going to make the postseason. The New York Jets cannot let him play football this year. They can't. But how are they going to walk back the power that they've given him? You just said you're not going to fault him for wanting to come back. And he's done the rehab. He says he feels good physically. They've already relinquished so much power to him. How are they going to tell him no? I don't know the answer to that, right? They're, they're presen- in a bad situation of their own But making. they have to, Smalls. This is ridiculous because every single – I'll say the quiet part as CeCe says out loud. I'll say it out loud. Every single one of us is thinking, oh, my God, did he rush back? Is he going to get hurt again? We're all thinking that because we've never seen somebody do what he's doing. We've never seen somebody come back this quickly. Kevin Durant came back relatively quickly. What happens? He gets hurt again, and he's out another. Clay Thompson gets hurt again. Yep. And I'm not saying it's the exact same situation. I'm just saying I, I'm not a, like a Rodgers fan, but I don't want the guy to get hurt. Yeah, you don't expect that a 40-year-old playing a sport like football is actually going to be the one to break a barrier when it comes to timeline right. and coming back from a significant injury like an Achilles. Like we, we used to have this same feeling about ACLs. Now modern medicine has since adjusted that timeline and guys are able to come back from that quickly. We don't see that with Achilles, at least not yet. And so I guess that's the point that I, I guess Evan's trying to make and the one that makes me skeptical about how this is all going to work out. And I see all of the doomsday scenarios for bringing Aaron Rodgers back, but you did give up a hell of a lot to get him and you turned over control of your franchise to this dude. But more importantly, you told your locker room that we're an Aaron Rodgers away. And if Aaron Rodgers is the one that's saying he's ready to go out there and play football – I don't think Rob Sala and Joe Douglas can get in the way of that train because the guys in the locker room are going to look at him differently. Now, I know this is going to sound like uh, sound a little dark the way that I'm saying it. I don't think it's a bad thing for the Jets to let Rodgers go out there. I don't. I mean, go ahead and let him play. If he says he wants to play, go ahead and let him play because of what he means from a symbolism standpoint to your squad. And if all goes well, even if you don't make the postseason, it ends up being a springboard into 2024. Now, if things go worse, worst case scenario, at least as a franchise, you get to get some of the control back in terms of what your future is going to be, what you are going to do. And that's the part to me where I don't necessarily think that it's the objective, but it could be the silver lining uh, against the worst case scenario. You actually can get control of your franchise. That's you the actually dark part. have to take. I didn't know in, what the dark part you, was. You, That's the dark you part. Actually, yeah. Well, it's the dark part, but yeah. you actually get to take a deep look at what this team is and what your long term future is at the quarterback position. That's the part to me where I don't necessarily feel like it's the worst thing. I'm not rooting for any player to get hurt. Don't get it twisted. I want Aaron Rodgers to come back because Aaron Rodgers is great for our business and it's great to see the New York football teams be good. And so he does that for the Jets. But if for whatever reason it doesn't go well, then I think the Jets are put in a position that they're going to be in in a year from now anyway, which is what is our long-term future at the quarterback position? Do we have the right head coach? Do we have the right general manager? Are, are we trusting the decision makers within the building? I think that is what happens if you have a worst-case scenario with Rodgers. But again, I think it's all, it's all positive right now with Aaron Rodgers coming back. And again, guys, what he said last year, if the Packers weren't mathematically eliminated, he was going to be on the field. I don't think the Jets are going to be mathematically eliminated with three games to go. 
So that means that Rodgers was likely going to be on the field. I'm just connecting the dots here. I think it's more likely than not we see Aaron Rodgers back on a football field in a meaningful regular season game this year than not. You started that conversation by or that comment by saying, I ha- don't take this as too dark, but there is a dark part to it. And I'm like, what's the dark part? You're saying that, okay, you would let him back. This is the dark part, what you just said, which is really interesting, and it's an interesting observation by UCC. What you're saying, if I could simplify it in my words, yeah. is if you're the Jets, as, as terrible as this may sound, it's not the worst thing in the world for your franchise if the God forbid happens. If he gets hurt again, which you're not rooting for, it just gets you started on the post-Rogers thing. Yes. On the post-Rogers part of the, yeah. the, your franchise. Yeah. That's the dark part. You're right about that. It feels icky to say that, but I understand what you're saying. And to your question, Smalls, about who's going to tell him no, like what, you know, CC saying. Father, Father Tom's going to tell him no. But I'll give you another, <laughs> I'll give you another thing. You almost go Rudy style. Remember at Rudy where they walk into coach's office? You know, Rudy plays for me, coach. You know, I want, and they give the jersey. Yeah. The players have to tell him no. It's the only, only people that can tell him no. Oh, players ain't going to tell him no. But that's, that's the thing. It's players Al Lazard. Play. It's players, Randall players Cobb. It's saying, don't play. Well, know? it's like what Jamar Chase did for Joe Burrow. He said, don't play. Yeah, but how'd that work out? No, he played. <laughs> right. And then, but then he, he got hurt. But then he got hurt. Different but then different I understand. Injury. I understand. Different but he got hurt. But this is. You're probably right on what you both are saying. Is that he's gonna play? He's gonna play. You're he's going both probably. I play. know I am wrong about what I'm saying, but I think I should be right. I think that somebody needs to step in and stop him from playing. You guys can be a part of the unsportsmanlike nation. Dr. Pepper call online. If you were the Jets, would you let Rodgers play if he's cleared to play? Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper. The ones fans deserve coming up huge game tonight nfc matchup dallas and seattle dak and mccarthy who's got more pressure on him tonight we'll find out next it's on sportsmanlike on espn radio passion drive and patience the formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Big Thursday night football game tonight. Dallas at home where they've won 13 in a row against the Seahawks. We are on Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. ESPN 2, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you, and Dak Prescott. 
As Smalls makes fun of me. Why, the way why, I did, say why it. do you make that voice? Because that's me imitating Smalls imitating me. Oh my Have you God. ever heard him do a promo? We know how we record <laughs> yes, the promos yes. for the next day. Yeah. Evan's like, hey, it's Evan Cohen. Can Jack Prescott? <laughs> it's <finally."> Radio Guy. <laughs> yeah, Radio Guy. But specifically, he goes, Dak Prescott. <laughs> I don't think I really become Radio Guy unless it's talking about Dak Prescott for oh some my reason. God. It's like a clean name to say, Dak Prescott <laughs> and Chris Canty. Oh, boy. Tonight's wow. big though. Tonight's big. <laughs> I really do think – I don't even think this is a bold statement. If Dak has a big game tonight and they win, he's right there with Jalen Hurts in terms of the MVP. Yeah, but he's not there, though, because Jalen Hurts is top dog <laughs> in the NFC East, right? He squashed that No, quickly. I mean, I, I believe the last time that we saw a non-division winner win the MVP was Adrian Peterson in 2012 where he damn near broke the rushing records for a single season. Yeah. So that, it would take something historic from Dak if he doesn't win the NFC East – to get the MVP. That's why tonight's game will go a long ways because it will be the first time that we saw the Dallas Cowboys beat somebody that is in the playoff picture. But everybody is really waiting for two weeks from now when the Philadelphia Eagles go down to Dallas and everybody wants to see can Dak get his lick back from the Philadelphia Eagles and beat Jalen Hurts in a head-to-head situation. That's what everybody wants to see. That is the marquee. That is... That is the heavyweight matchup. This is just the undercard right now with the Seattle Seahawks. So we'll see how this goes. It'll be a step in the right direction, but it won't be the step that gets Dak in the pole position for the MVP right now. Yeah, if he continues on this trajectory and they get to that game and he absolutely balls out, we're going to have a conversation on our hands. because, And maybe it's no fault of Jalen Hurts, but... I just think for Dak, for someone of a player of his caliber, he's playing the best football we've maybe ever seen him play. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you play for a team like the Dallas Cowboys and you're the quarterback and you wear the star in your helmet, as we know, that comes with a different level of pressure. And I just think there will be more of a conversation that starts to develop if he continues on this trajectory and, and goes into that game versus Jalen Hurts versus the Eagles and he outplays him. Well, this is the make-or-break stretch for Dak's MVP campaign. Mm-hmm. They got Seattle tonight. And they got the Philadelphia Eagles on the road against the Buffalo Bills, on the road against the Miami Dolphins, back home against the Detroit Lions. Oof. If you're an MVP, if you run the table, if you go 5-0 and in that stretch, then we're having a conversation. Now, the wild part about that is, looking at Philadelphia's schedule, the Dallas Cowboys can go 5-0 and in this next stretch of games and still not win the division. Oh, man. How brutal is that? They yeah, can still, that's, that's they can still not win. That's five-win stretch you'll ever have in football. No doubt about yeah. it. But look at the Philadelphia Eagles. It's even harder, through. actually. The, the Eagles. The Eagles. they do that, my God. They've well, already no, the, done some of it, right? Well, yeah, they're, 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 the Eagles are almost out of it. I guess that's the point. The Eagles are almost out of it because they've got San Francisco this week, obviously, a huge game. And then they've got the Dallas Cowboys. But then after that, it's Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals, Seahawks. So even if they lose to... The Dallas Cowboys, even if they lose to the San Francisco 49ers and both teams end up with the same record in the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win it because one of their losses is to an AFC team. They have a better conference record. So I just it, it's, it's one of those situations for Dak. You've got to show out, put up the same kind of video game numbers over this next five-game stretch against winning teams, and then all of a sudden we're going to give you more credit for what the Dallas Cowboys have been able to accomplish and give you more validity to the numbers that you've been able to put up individually. Who needs this more, Dak or McCarthy, to make the run? <sighs> or or can I can I give an option? Go ahead. Have they both proven themselves enough where no. even if they don't no, 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 make no, no, the no, run, no, no, they no. still run no, it back? No, 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 no. I'm going to no. say Dak needs it more because McCarthy's already got a ring. I'm going to say Dak needs this more. Now, 
I'm not saying that because you know, you know McCarthy has more job security in Dallas. Those are not the same things, right? I'm saying if you're asking me who needs this more in terms of this Cowboys team getting to where they want to go, it's Dak. They got to have proof of concept that they can beat good teams when it matters. In December football is the style of football that most closely resembles what we're going to see once we get to the playoffs. So I think Dak in the Dallas Cowboys locker room, they need to play well in this stretch to believe that they can beat teams like the Philadelphia Eagles, like the San Francisco 49ers. Because to this point in the season, against teams with winning records, they're over. How did last season end? You got blasted by the 49ers. What happened when you had the rematch during the regular season this year? You got blasted in the Bay Area. What happened? Three years ago, you lost at home wild card weekend to the 49ers. You got to prove at some point you can beat good teams when it matters. And this is the stretch that it really, really matters with the division seemingly up for grabs and with everything to play for, everything you want out in front of you. You've got to try to position yourself and stacking a bunch of wins right now this time of year goes a long ways to building the confidence that this team is going to need in order to go on a deep playoff run. Which is why I think Mike McCarthy needs it more than Dak. I I don't wonder if Dak hasn't already played himself into that new deal that he wants because, Mm. yes, we look at it as playoff success equals the way we're going to determine how this goes down. But he's playing so well. What is Jerry going to do? What other options does Jerry Jones really have? Is he going to hit the reset button? Is there somebody else out there that's a better target than Dak Prescott? We're talking about him being an MVP. And I think that he will likely get a new deal, extend that runway to get it done if he doesn't this season. Whereas I think if they go on a deep run but fall short again in the playoffs, I wonder if it's not Mike McCarthy's last season in Dallas. Whether that's the the right answer or not, we know that Jerry's impatient and he's publicly said this is a championship-caliber team. And usually when owners say things like that and expectations fall short, someone has to pay the price. And I don't think it's going to be Dak. Okay, so we're having two different conversations. Because I'm talking about the Cowboys – going on a deep playoff run and winning a Super Bowl, who needs this stretch of games more to me, including tonight? To me, that's Dak because McCarthy's already done it. He's already gone on the road as a wild card and won a Super Bowl. 2010, the Green Bay Packers were a wild card. Yeah, Yeah, they were 10-6, and and they went on a run and won the Super Bowl. I have no confidence that this Cowboys team can play every single game on the road, and that's what it would be if they're a wild card, and come out of the NFC and represent that that conference in the Super Bowl. No, conf- no confidence. But if they go 5-0 and over this next stretch of games, and what is that, two of those games against winning opponents happen to be on the road with the well Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, and I get the Bills don't have a winning record, but you know what I mean. Yeah. If you win those games, then all of a sudden you're proving something not only to me, but you're proving something to yourself. Mm-hmm. And to me, that matters, having that confidence. Like in, in 2011 when we won the Super Bowl, I had confidence that our team could go on a deep playoff run because the same core players that won in 2007 as a wild card were still on the team. So I knew those dudes could win. I knew Eli Manning could win. It was just a matter of us doing what we needed to do in order to get in. The Dallas Cowboys don't have any of that to lean on. But this can be something representative of that, this next stretch of games, Mm -hmm. which is essentially a playoff for them because they're still trying to compete for the division. As somebody that won six Super Bowls. Now, mine was as a fan. But um, anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's not the same? Uh, 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776 is your telephone number to join us in the Dodger Pepper call in line. We're going to get your phone calls in on Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Let him play. And right now with the Cowboys playing tonight for the rest of the season, more pressure on Dak 
or McCarthy to make a big run. I'm putting pressure on you guys out there to buy real Christmas trees this holiday season and not the fake ones. The real ones are available and they are affordable. If you want to help the American Christmas tree farmer, then get the real Christmas tree. Get real, keep it real.com. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved, and that means more jobs for the American farmer. Yes, you heard that right. You're saving jobs by buying the real Christmas trees because the farmers are planting the trees and growing the trees. They're safer for the environment. They cost less than a third of the price of those fake Christmas trees out there. Buy real Christmas trees at low or wherever Christmas trees are sold and get more information online. Plus, participate in cool contests at GetRealKeepItReal.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All of your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, we're going to hit the phones here at 888-SAY-ESPN. A lot of people want to jump in on the Dr. Pepper call-in line on two things here. Aaron Rodgers, should they, the Jets, allow him to come back? CC and Small say absolutely. I am saying um, I would not if I'm the Jets because they're going to be out of it and I'd prep for next year. Whoa, that's not what I said. I didn't <laughs> yeah, say they same. should allow him to come back. Well, under the I said he is going to play. Right, that's what I mean. And yeah, I said, I'm not saying that. I don't think anybody is allowing Aaron Rodgers to do anything. He, he's doing whatever the hell he wants. Exactly. They have no control. Exactly. Like to say that they're allowing him to would suggest that they have some type of authority. And Smalls and I are just telling you that they don't. They have zero control. Yeah. Like, like, I know Woody Johnson is the owner. He ain't running the team. Aaron Rodgers, eight is running the team. Period. He's allowing them in on the information that he's coming yeah, back yeah. to play. Okay, I'm, I'm allowing you to witness greatness <laughs> and me breaking a barrier when it comes to timelines on this kind of recovery. Yeah, you're I, welcome. I, I, sit, I sit corrected. Um, Lorenzo in South Carolina. It's better than standing corrected. Well, okay, I can no. Lorenzo in South Carolina, ninety-eight point nine. What's up, Lorenzo? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Happy holidays. What's up, Lorenzo? Happy holidays. Hey, look, I, I agree with CCM, man. Let him play. If he wants to play, let him play. He he, he already's only given up two years. I think the jet the jet whole big thing is overrated. Let him do what he wants to do. There's some elite quarterbacks out here that's going to be doing way better than what he's doing. Let him do what he wants to do. It's not the New York Jets. It's the New York Rodgers. So let him play. Yeah, I, well, I guess, you know what? We can't, and thanks for the call, we can't even use the word let because 
you're, you guys are right. There's no option. It's whatever he wants. Yeah, but, I mean, we've been talking about what happens if he comes back and whether or not they can make a playoff push. I don't know. I, I, the answer is I don't know. I don't believe they'll be mathematically eliminated by the time he gets back on Christmas Eve against the Washington Commanders. So I think he's going to play. It's just a matter of what ends up happening with this team. I still believe they're on the outside looking in, looking at the schedules of the wild card teams based on going into week 13. But I do think they could make it interesting down the stretch in adding eight, you know, having him against the Commanders, the Browns, and the Patriots. It's not off the board that they win all three of those games. It's just a matter of can they find a way to win one or two of the next three without it? And that would be against the Atlanta Falcons and the Houston Texans at home and on the road against the Miami Dolphins. Now, I don't think they're remotely close to beating a team like the Dolphins, but we just saw that on Black Friday. But could you find a way to run up on an Atlanta Falcons team that's under 500? Could you find a way to catch C.J. Stroud, a rookie quarterback, slipping when it comes to the summer football? With that defense, you absolutely can. And that's why I think the Jets are an interesting team to watch. And remember, they had a choice as to when they wanted to activate this 21-day window. So the fact that they felt confident enough to activate the window – I can't believe this. 79 days after the injury and the subsequent surgery. I just, it is wild to me to think that even they're anticipating that Aaron Rodgers is going to get back with multiple games to play before the regular season is over. Which means they must have seen enough from him, enough movement, enough of the, the medical testing for them to feel confident starting that clock. No. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him out on the field throwing the ball around, dropping back. It's incredible the progress that we've seen from him. But we are cautious because we are existing in reality. We are we understand I thought we're cautious because it's the Jets. It is the Jets. <laughs> and it is a forty year old quarterback mm-hmm. and who's coming off a very traumatic injury. But they're not existing in that world. They're not thinking doomsday scenario he could re-injure himself and then we're further in this sunk cost of giving him the keys to the kingdom they're thinking what if he is the first to come back on this timeline what if he galvanizes this team and gets them to the place where we ultimately thought that we would get when we brought him in that's where the jets are operating and that is a scary place for me to live as, as somebody who is measured about my decision-making. But if they want to go for it and live in Delulu land, and may, <laughs> maybe it will all work out. Who knows? But they're just uh, a little bit more courageous than I am. Lindsay in North Carolina, listening on 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh. What's up, Lindsay? Evan Smalls, good morning. Canty was good with you. First and foremost, let me say Canty. Even though you're a Giants fan and I'm a Cowboys fan, I rocks with you. I agree with what you're saying about the Cowboys. They got that got a lot of stuff still to prove, and hopefully in these next five games we'll be able to prove some things and do some things. Uh, God, God Himself is going to be the only one to tell Allen Rodgers he ain't playing. <laughs> I say they uh, in uncharted waters. If it works, the Giants, the Jets are going to look great. If it don't, uh oh. Y'all have a great one. Peace. All right, Lindsay. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I get it. Like, that's kind of where everybody's going, that nobody can say no to Rodgers, that if he wants to play, he wants to play. And CC has presented an interesting counter to, is the worst-case scenario for the franchise actually a worst-case scenario? Because the hypothetical, and nobody's rooting for this, worst-case scenario of him coming back and getting hurt, it just fast-forwards decision-making. So 
you, you preface it. fast forwards decision-making, but it also changes who's making the decisions. Correct. It yeah. goes back to the Jets. Yeah, it goes back to the— They well, repurchase the team. Well, not, not, not just the Jets, but you're probably talking about a new general manager and a new head coach, right? Because if it's not Aaron Rodgers, why is Nat Hackett here? If it's not Aaron Rodgers, why is Rob Sala here? Yeah. If right. it's not Aaron Rodgers, then why is Joe Douglas here? Yeah, they're safe like, because like, of like eight was the way that Joe Douglas and Rob Sala could save their jobs. And, and so he got hurt at the beginning of the season in this franchise, not only double down, but triple down on the bust that is Zach Wilson, the second overall pick in the 2021 draft. Those types of decisions get you fired. And, and that's exactly what's going to happen if Aaron Rodgers steps foot on that field and gets re-injured. Because what does that do? That blows up what they thought was their 2024 plan. But what I would say is it just puts you more in the realm of reality. Like it just shows you, okay, we've got to think seriously about what our long-term solution is at the quarterback position because we're no longer going to be dictated to by Aaron Rodgers potentially feeling threatened in bringing in another young quarterback. Like we don't have to worry about yeah. that now. Like this, that, that's the thing, Smalls. I go back to the trade deadline. It was clear and obvious that you needed an upgrade at the quarterback position to take advantage of all of the talent that Joe Douglas had assembled on this team. You got DJ Reed. You got Sauce Gardner. You got Quentin Williams. You got Quincy Williams. I mean, you, you got all of these players. You got Brees Hall. You got Garrett Wilson. You got a lot of talent on this team, mm-hmm. and you decided you gonna rock with. Zach Wilson, knowing that he's not good? We saw the end of last year. We saw how the team responded when the backup Mike White got in in 2022. They were wearing T-shirts of the man, for God's sakes, on the road game against Minnesota. They were telling you, hey, we like Mike White, but this is really an indictment on Zach Wilson. Why on God's green earth wouldn't you consider trading for what I would say amounts to an upgrade, even though he threw four interceptions, uh, in Josh Dobbs at the trade deadline. It made no sense then. It makes less sense now. And that's the position that they put not only themselves in, but the guys in that locker room where they are at the behest of Aaron Rodgers. Now, they did it because they didn't want Rodgers to feel threatened. But I guess if the worst-case scenario happens with this return, all of a sudden now the organization doesn't have to be limited in what they can do in trying to address the quarterback position in a real way long-term. Yeah, you're right. They're between a rock and a hard place. They've really put themselves in an immovable position. That Mike White era, though, was really electric. Let's just go back to that. That was fun. That was fun. I can't believe we've arrived at this place with Aaron Rodgers. This is the same guy who months ago had to go into the darkness to even determine if he wanted to play again. Has anyone wanted to be a New York Jet more than this guy? He gave up money to be there. He brought in all his buddies. He's galvanized this team. Now he's, this guy didn't even know if he wanted to ever play football again. And now he's, he's coming back at lightning speed in order to be out and compete with this team who we don't even think could be a playoff team. How did we get here? I don't know. I don't don't know. I I don't know how we got here, but when he steps foot on that field, (laughs) let me tell you something. The Washington Commanders. Whoever their defensive coordinator is now, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at him. I mean, this is one of them karate kid, hey, sweep the leg. Oh, like, sweep, sweep the leg. Like, we, we go, like, if you want to come out here and you want to set these up, I'm just telling you the world of the NFL. That is what they're going to want to see. Target practice. Uh, I mean, that did, offensive did, line didn't we learn that from Greg ball. Williams and Mountain Gate? Like, that's, yeah. that's a real thing. So they're going to go after him. So he, he damn well better make sure that he can get himself out of harm's way. And that's what I'm talking about when everybody says protect the player from themselves. Can the player get himself out of harm's way? Because there's real killers out there on a football field. 
That is a dangerous way to make a living. And so if Aaron Rodgers is going to put himself in that situation, he better make sure he can get himself out of harm's way when he's doing it. Now, as far as the Jets are concerned, again, as an organization, I don't think they have any choice. They have to let him rock out. But if the worst-case scenario happens, I think it makes the Jets be more realistic about what the long-term plan is at the most consequential positions in the organization, that being quarterback, general manager, head coach. You said also, Smalls, like, what world are we in now? He was in the, the darkness retreat. He's with the Jets. I don't think that has anything to do with the Jets. I think that's, this has everything to do with his dislike for the Green Bay Daniel Packers. Daniel LaRusso's going to fight? No, I think it has everything to do with the Green Bay Packers. I truly believe his motivation for all being all in were all of the doubters saying he was all out with Green Bay. He wasn't around the facility. He wasn't with the team. It was Aaron Rodgers is all about proving people wrong. Oh, you don't think I can come back this year? I'm going to come back this year. Oh, you don't think I'm all in with the franchise? I can be all in with the franchise. I think this is still, to this moment, all about the Green Bay Packers. And guess what? The Green Bay Packers are probably going to finish with a better record than the New York Jets. Bingo! Real versus Freak. Freak? What's Freak? Freak is fake. Real versus fake. The teams whose playoffs start Why now. We'll get talk to that. today? I don't know. And I'm, by the way, I'm on for six hours, too. It's on Sportsman <laughs> Like on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Evan Canty and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. Is it real? They're real, real. and they're spectacular. Or is it fake? Fake is gonna fake, 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 fake. Is it real or fake? 
Real versus fake. Brought to you by Real Christmas Trees. Those are the ones you should buy this holiday season. Get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying Real Christmas Trees at Lowe's or wherever Real Christmas Trees are sold. For more information, visit GetRealKeepItReal.com. Don't get the fake ones. The real ones are more affordable and more available, better for the environment, and better for the American Christmas tree farmer, real versus fake teams whose playoffs start now, Smalls. Well, let's kick things off with the Seattle Seahawks. They play the Dallas Cowboys tonight. Real or fake, Seattle's playoffs start right now. Oh, that's fake. I mean, when you look at Seattle's schedule, they've got the Cowboys, 49ers, Eagles, and Steelers in four of their next five games. They are going to be on the outside looking in. They ain't making one of them wild cards in the NSA, NFC fake. I'm going to say real just because if they actually win this game tonight, they will then have that fake confidence maybe. But I'm going to say real that if they win tonight, they beat the Cowboys on the road, they end the Cowboys winning streak at home, I think we're going to look at them a little bit differently. Interesting matchup this weekend between the Broncos and the Texans, both teams 6-5. and Let's go through both teams, real or fake, their playoffs start now. Uh, I'm going to say real. Playoffs start now for both teams. Now, when it comes to the Denver Broncos, their defense has been playing lights out in terms of being able to take the football away. I mean, in two of the last four games they played, they held opponents to under 300 total yards. And you're talking about them being able to generate. This is wild to me. They've been able to generate 15 takeaways in their last four games. 15 takeaways. If you can do that, you're playing pretty good ball. And conversely, with the Houston Texans, uh, I mean, this is a team that, by virtue of playing in the AFC South and, and hitting the softer part of their schedule, they're going to find a way into the playoffs. They've got the Broncos, tough out, as we've seen, but it gets a little bit easier. New York Jets, Tennessee Titans, Cleveland Browns, quarterback by Joe Flacco, and then the Tennessee Titans, Indianapolis Colts. The Texans can find their way to nine wins pretty easily. I think it's probably more likely that they'll get to ten And so I think they'll be in. Okay, my reasoning for saying fake on both of these is a positive spin, which is I don't think either one of these teams has to make the playoffs this year. I think if both of them finish with a winning record but are on the outside looking into the playoffs, I think we're going to look at it as a huge success, don't you think? Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, when we indicate— Actually, no. I'm going to disagree because if— if you're the Houston Texans, being able to get out to the start that you've gotten out to, it would be a disappointment now if you don't make it. It would really so be in a the dis- moment disappointment before the season, not a disappointment, right? Yeah. I guess because how- the expectations yeah. were not the same. Yeah, you recalibrate the expectations. I mean, the Houston Texans, based on what the start they, I mean, they got out to a six and four start. Like, no, they, I'm saying before the season though. Before like, we would the never season, have thought they would. No, have a we would have record. never thought before the season. But just looking at it right now, if they don't make the playoffs, I would be a little disappointed. So I'm just gonna say fake from a standpoint of if they have a winning record. I don't think we're going to rip either team at the end of the season. I think the, the, the question about the playoffs starting now is really another way of saying they got to start winning, and they got to start winning a lot, and they can't lose because if you lose, you get eliminated. And eliminated sounds like the worst thing for that team. I don't know that it's the worst thing for those two teams. Browns at the L.A. Rams. Real or fake, both of these teams, their playoffs are starting right now. Yeah, the Browns for sure, because even though you have this quarterback situation without Deshaun Watson, you have proven you can win games without Deshaun Watson. And by the way, you've also proven you could lose games with Deshaun Watson. It's the other part of it. But you're probably going to have Joe Flacco as your starting quarterback this year, this week, excuse me. The Rams, I would say no. I think the Rams are playing with a little bit of house money. I don't think anybody thought that they were going to make the playoffs necessarily this year. I've been impressed with how much they've been competitive and how hard 
hard they've been playing and that they're going to finish around, you know, eight and nine, nine and eight. But I'll say fake. I don't think their playoffs start now. Yeah, cosign on both fronts. I mean, with the Rams, uh, their playoff chances are fake as the BBLs in South South <laughs> South uh, California. So, so, so I mean, it's just it, it just doesn't make any sense to me to think of them as a legitimate playoff contender. I, I don't see it happening for them. Um, this is a year where they're resetting. They have one of the youngest rosters when it comes to starters in the National Football League. It's a gap year for Sean McVay. I just got a vision of every guy in the Rams playing having a BBL. It was not something I wanted to think about this early in the morning. Anyway, uh, the Green Bay Packers five wow. and six. <laughs> How did you get to that? I don't know. It's early. The Green Bay Packers five and six, coming off uh, that impressive win over the Detroit, the Detroit Lions. Tough opponent, the Kansas City Chiefs. Real or fake? The Packers playoffs start now. Well, okay, real, but it's like the most unfair real of all time. We're going to ask them to beat the Chiefs? Like that's So you know what? No, I'm fake. Next week it starts. They can still lose this week, and then we still have the conversation about them potentially sneaking into the playoffs. Because of what CC said about the Seahawks' schedule, they start a run after this week at the Giants, home against the Bucks, at the Panthers, at the Vikings, home against the Bears. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say fake. Their playoffs don't start now. Their playoffs start in two weeks when yeah. they play against Giants. the New York Giants. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, looking at their remaining five games after the Chiefs, they could run the table. They could. They're, they're that good. So I am all in on one storyline, though, around the Packers very quickly. Uh, I know what it is. Okay. Th- there, is, there is a series of events that could happen that literally tie in everything we've talked about so far today. If Mike McCarthy makes the Super Bowl, if Dak Prescott wins the MVP, if the Green Bay Packers finish with nine wins and the Jets finish with seven less than seven wins, do you realize what Aaron Rodgers' season looks like? All of those things would be a nightmare for him. An absolute nightmare for him. Why, why Dak winning the MVP? Oh, because because McCarthy, McCarthy would have had another uh-huh. MVP. Wow. I mean, that's a- Wow, you're right. That's really well done. Really well done. Think by about you. the sequence of events that are all realistic-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing so extreme that we just said. And what Aaron Rodgers' beefs have been over the course of time? Oh, it's McCarthy's fault. Is it? He just got another guy to an MVP. I won a Super Bowl in spite of Mike McCarthy. Is it? Is that true? You just—he just went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to bring so much success to the Jets. Really? They won less games this year. Oh, what are the Packers going to be without me? Better. Especially wow. because one of his beefs with Green Bay is that he wanted more power and wanted more agency and decision-making, and everybody he brought into the Jets Good is not one. working another out. Another one. A DJ Khaled, another one. Right. Another, another, one. Shine another on, one. The shine on all of Rodgers' trophies all of a sudden don't, 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 don't look as bright. You don't think Nathaniel Hackett looks like the assistant coach of the oh year in the NFL? Oh, my God. Oh, boy. All right, last one, guys. Oh, and the Broncos. Sorry, and the Broncos good because he was defending Hackett, and now they're, they're good without him. Sorry, go ahead. Interesting series of events unfolding. For I, I didn't see that one coming. Me either. No. I did not see that one coming. He has moments of brilliance, though. He really He's does. He's kind of like Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Monday Night Football. Bengals. The Joe Burrowless Bengals. Are versus, we, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. Are we putting the Bengals in this? Real versus fake? I don't know why, why the Bengals are in this. Is that We already common? eliminated them. I'm sorry. I, I like, eliminated them after we <laughs> yeah, You eliminated yeah, you them before the they season. Were they were done. They were yeah. done with me. And after my guy Joe Burrow's out, I don't have yeah, a ton of confidence. Yeah, not great. Not I mean, great. I, sorry to DJ Hodge and everybody in, in Cincy at 1530, our great station there. But, like, I don't know how we can put them in there. They're I don't not know. in there. They're not. Well, they're literally in there. Uh, well, I, mean, I guess we, we have, to have, have to have some filler at the end of it. <laughs> 
You guys could have just said fake and kept it moving. Well, I mean, I guess we're talking about the Jaguars, though. I mean, but the Jaguars are going to win their division. So Yeah, they're real. Mm. Yeah, they're real. They're real. Did we put they're the Jaguars real. in there? I don't even think no, we No, no, it's just no, the Bengals because we know the Jags are real. Mm. We know the Jags were Okay. Yeah, yeah. the Bengals. Not going to happen for them. Sorry, Bengals. Nice uniform. We apologize. Joe Burrow's very great. Ni- very nice uniform. We're on Really good wide receiver, Jamar Chase. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.